0: the AfterBuzz studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menounos and Bing.com and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's Parenthood After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And and now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show, it's Afterbuzz TV's Parenthood After Show. Oh my
3: goodness, May welcome everyone. May you I, do. For, I think we should just sing this and the song, let I do for you. May you build your ladder to the sky, Come on every road, and you stay forever young. There we go. Welcome everybody! Bing is for doing, we are here doing Parenthood! Yes! Yay! Yes! I'm so excited. First after show for Parenthood, it is season 5, episode 1, it has to be now. I'm your host, Marissa Serapine, and joining me, I have my two lovely co-hosts, Hey guys, I'm Tiana Hobson, and I'm Danica Kennedy. Oh, I'm so excited to do Parenthood. I've been begging Phil for a good part of a year to start the show.
2: <laughs> Me too, and we both annoyed him enough, so here we are, and big fans of the show. We
3: are and season five is finally here. So let's just kick off this episode. What did you think? Over overall thoughts, amazing. Overall.
1: Amazing. I'm so excited that it's back. Um, I felt like I was catching up with my family after being away for a long time, because I I, I consider the Bravermans my family, even though they're white and I'm black.
2: <laughs> Jasmine's a
1: part of it, too, so... They're
2: part of everybody. I'll find family. a way to squeeze
1: my way in there.
2: I like that. I'm adopted. I am so happy this show's back. It's one of those shows where they leave you with all these cliffhangers, and especially with the end of season four, so much happened, you know... Cancer was over, you know, there's yeah. adoptions happening, yeah. all this craziness so was many. going on. And I'm excited to have the show back to have everything answered, too.
3: Exactly. I love how everyone's coming back. And because there are so many people, this is an ensemble show. There are so many different storylines we can take and still want to follow and still want to be a part of every week. Mm-hmm. And now that it's back, we can finally talk about them. So let's start with Jasmine and Crosby. The last time we saw them... Jasmine is pregnant, but now and the last episode aired in, I believe, June. So if we're going real time, nine months later, she's pregnant. Yeah. She's about ready to pop. And so Jasmine and Crosby, they're shopping in the store, looking for baby stuff. They haven't had anything yet. I'm surprised with that huge Braverman family. You haven't thrown a. Sh- Baby yeah, shower, no yeah. hand-me-downs? No or, diapers you know. or wipes? Yeah, they're what like, a car seat. Shower, baby showers are for.
2: And they're always arguing. Every <laughs> single scene no. they're in, they're bickering. She goes into labor and they're still arguing over the car seat. It's like, okay, <laughs> it's time to forget about the car seat. You'll get one later. I love yeah. how he also throws
1: out there, oh, it's probably just Braxton Hicks. And I was like, "Okay, Crosby, did you go like
2: did you Google that
3: <laughs> beforehand?" Such a man response, a manly response to be, to be in denial, be like, "Oh no,
2: you're you're yeah. not. In we're America. not ready no. yet. No. We didn't buy a car seat yet, no. so we don't have
3: a name. Let it cook." And totally natural for um, a guy, and I'm not saying just guys do this, but like just to be, we we'll think we're going now. What? <laughs> it's happening now, and they have no idea what to do, and they're just completely dumbstruck and yeah. forget everything. I, I thought that was funny. So, the,
2: so the baby's born, and you know what I thought was funny is that the baby was not black at all when I it came out. You That's know, true. yeah.
1: Sometimes we take a little longer to toast up. <laughs> <laughs> We're we cooked a little. Yeah, longer. you know, we gotta. Sometimes we come out, and then you know, the pigment. It's actually a real thing. My my little brother was born looking like a white child, and now he's one of the darkest people I know. Love Brown boo-boo-boo. people knew. <laughs> <laughs> exactly so you know and the big joke was that you know oh he's the milkman's baby or something because he was literally a white baby so that's
0: well
2: so i was kind of thinking that at first when the baby popped out i was like ooh, another plot twist like he's gonna <laughs> have another dad and then i was like wait the dad's the white one that doesn't make sense. <laughs> i had to like i yeah.
3: thought so too i was like wow that's a really white baby so they say and
2: i and i loved
3: how all this happened even before the credits this is like really fast i'm like wow she
2: She had a very fast delivery. Props to her. We just found out that she was pregnant. She's pregnant. She had the baby all in six minutes. Well, I have to ask you guys, do you think that they just started, you know, fast forward and they're going to have to go back and explain everything now? I don't think so. Or they're just kind of picking up, you know, nine months later?
1: I think they're kind of picking up in that, you know, a lot of the storylines today was kind of catching up on people's lives, Mm -hmm. filling in kind of the gaps, a little bit. I think tonight, like things happen, but not anything like huge, huge, huge,
2: huge happen. Mm-hmm.
1: I think tonight was just kind of like introducing and reintroducing the family to the audience.
2: Yeah, it was a so, it, was it was like pretty a pretty action packed though for the
1: first episode of a season. Yeah. I have to say though. There's like uh, a lot of new information coming in, but it was also a lot of setup for what's to come.
3: Exactly. And so we had the new baby in the family. That family just keeps growing and growing. Because the Ooh. last episode we had, someone got adopted into the family. Now someone's born into the family. just just keeps getting bigger and bigger. So now, Jasmine and Crosby, they're kind of suffering postpartum depression. 20s. Having this baby. And it's only been four days. I understand. It's hard. I've never had a baby. But I've grown up. With babies, and I know what it's like in that environment, it can be stressful. And especially throwing the whole Braverman families to your house, expecting them to only be there for one hour. Crosby, that was, was, not gonna Crosby was
1: on something when he was like oh it's only going to be for an hour when has your family ever only done something for yeah. an hour
3: and the very first person you see is Camille with this big
2: <laughs> bowl of food and you're like yeah they're not going to be there for they're moving in hour.
1: at that point Pretty much. they were they were coming for the long I haul I felt
2: bad for Jasmine because I'm like I need my alone time and if I just popped out a baby I'm going to be in hibernation mode for the next month like no one's going to see me and then I'm just going to come out and be all skinny all of a sudden but um, <laughs> that was my plan But I could not imagine popping out a baby and having the Braverman tribe terrorize my house when I haven't had sleep. I mean,
1: have the grandparents over to come meet the grandchild, you know, have like them come in their own individual families, but everyone at the same time when you're already not getting sleep. Crosby's a new dad because he wasn't around when Jabari was a a baby, baby. you know, he's never gone through this, so he doesn't know what to expect, so you have all these people, and I I felt really bad for Jasmine. She was trying to be nice, but you could also tell she was like, get the F out of my house. Oh
3: yeah, I do feel for Jasmine, because the first time she had no one, she didn't have the Braverman, she didn't even have Crosby to help raise your bar, and now for the second child, she has everyone. (laughs) So it is a a grand difference from the first child. And Crosby is having some troubles (laughs) with the new baby as well, asking Adam for help. Does this Uh, Do do babies always act like this? Is this temporary? Can I get my eight hours of sleep back at (laughs) night?
2: Well, he feels like he doesn't have that emotional connection to the baby yet. And that's kind of a horrible feeling. If you're having a baby for the first time, you're supposed to be like, oh, I'm emotionally connected and in love with it. And that's kind of why I love this show, though, because, I mean, this has to happen to everyone. They keep it real. like. Parents have kids, and they have these same feelings, and it'll be interesting to see how their relationship grows and develops as the kid does. Yeah, I think- and I,
3: I'm not really worried about Crosby, because he's a great father to Jabbar and to the other kids in the family, so I'm not worried that he won't grow into the fathership role right now, but I think, I, and I know some people who had newborns, and it changes their life upside down, and maybe might create some resentment a little bit because they're not used to it and it's changing everything yeah. and it's just not the way that they like it. But they know in the long run that he will be, like, his his son. And, like, he will truly, unconditionally love this baby. And let's be honest, guys. Newborns are boring.
2: Dealing like with newborns is really, yeah, yeah, in the ass. Yeah, too. they can't yeah. really
1: do anything yet. They're not, like, entertaining you. It's not like, oh, look how cute she is when she, like, Whips her hair, or, you know. Sh- newborns just kind of sit there and they cry and they want to be fed. <laughs> um, exactly. But like so. My suggestion to Crosby is he needs to go get a baby bjorn, bjorn, whatever that oh, is. Oh yeah. One because that's supposed. To, yeah, because that's supposed to like you know get you close and intimate with your child, and it's a good tool for fathers because the mothers have the honor. <laughs> and the privilege of having a human being grow inside of them for nine months. So, of course, they feel connected. <laughs> but the father is just always on the outside, like, oh, I'm not breastfeeding. I'm not doing any of these things. Right. You know, So he has to find his thing with to connect with the baby.
3: And I think there will be more scenes with just him and the baby to, to show that growing bond between the two. And I think maybe if they showed a fun Braverman baby shower, he'll get one of those. Yeah. Um, baby. baby Bjorn. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think yeah, that would that. be great. I think I want to see
1: more of Crosby with this baby, kind of just being like, what am I supposed to do with you? Because <laughs> right. I see Crosby being that kind of dad with like a newborn baby, like
2: I don't know what to do with you. <laughs> yeah. Dak Shepard has a baby with Kristen Bell, I believe. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I don't want to say it's like new because I think they have it was born a while back, but <laughs> yeah, relatively yeah. just had a baby. It's
3: kind of like life imitating art. Mm-hmm. Kind of yeah. love it. All right, so. First of all, thank you everyone for downloading all of our Afterbuds TV shows. Parenthood is a brand new show, brand new panel. We love the show. I love this show. I got so many people hooked on the show. It's amazing. So we please, please go to iTunes, search uh, AfterBuzz TV, Parenthood, give us some comments, give us some ratings, brand new show, brand new episode. This is awesome. And then while you're on iTunes, you can also download Adventures of Serial Buddies. Amazing comedy and Instead of downloading as well, you can also purchase it on DVD. Woo! Yes, our founders and our creators here at AfterBuzz, Maria Menunis and Kevin Undergaro, they created this amazing, hilarious movie chock full of comedians. Artie Lang, Kathleen Gifford, Beth Bears, Maria herself. Dexter means Stum and Dumber. It's an amazing movie. So please help AfterBuzz by purchasing it and you can get a funny movie in return. and helps us out keep the lights on. Definitely go do it. Yes. <laughs> All right. So Joel and Julia. Julia, she's a stay-at-home mom now because the last episode we saw she decided to quit her law firm, and she's a stay-at-home mom and supporting Joel now. I feel like their relate their careers are never on the same level. It's always mm-hmm. one person working, one person stays at home. They're never really both working.
2: Yeah. I feel like she's a workaholic, though, and she's going to want to have that, you know, urge to get back into the working industry. Yeah. I just feel like she's kind of that uptight, like, I'm, like, a lawyer and I have to be perfect and, like, like the overachiever kind of worker in a way. Yeah, she's
3: very, that A-type personality, and that's her. you can see, she's getting antsy. She's going, we see her at this interview for this new, hopefully a new uh, firm, a new position, And the guy who's interviewing her is asking for recommendations from her last law firm.
2: Yeah, that didn't end so well. All her eggs in one basket. She had that one job, the amazing career, but... Since she quit on bad terms, she doesn't have the recommendation.
1: I kind of feel like maybe if she had explained in that meeting when he said, you know, oh, so, you know, I'm going to have to call over there. If she was honest from there, because she knows that they're going to say something. Like, oh, well, you know, actually didn't end the best over there. My work speaks for itself, stands out on its own. But... Me and What's-His-Face got into it, and Leon, I chose Leon. I chose to go be with my family over the stress of work. Maybe it would have, you know, at least they hear your side and their side. Yeah. At least and give yourself a fighting a chance.
3: It kind of makes me question Julia, because we know that she's this straight straight lace kind of uptight person, and then, and to make her not think of other alternatives and other places she could work at before she officially resigned her job or quit... It it, it just questions, like, why she wouldn't do that.
1: Yeah. I think it was, I mean, thinking back on that episode last season, it was really just her finally coming to terms and realizing her own worth and wanting to get away. She knew that she needed to get away from there because it was making her crazy. I feel like she was kind of
2: impulsive, like, screw this place, I'm out of here, and didn't really, like, think of planning ahead in the moment Mm -hmm. because she was just so fed up and over it. That's kind of the sense I got. But in this episode, you know, he has his job meeting. We'll dive into that later. But (laughs) um, the the meeting with Pete, who's a girl, by the way, why didn't her husband mention that Pete was a girl? Isn't that... Just saying, kind of a little shady.
1: Doesn't say anything tips. about Pete being a girl till you're answering the door. That means that something might be. But up. mentioned Pete Some-
2: before that.
3: Yes, yeah, something might be up. But when we also see Julia. She's concerned about her career that she's trying to start again, and mm-hmm. Joel's career is kind of on the up and up right now. He's at this, uh, received the family at first at this empty lot, mm-hmm. trying to um, bid, place a bid on it, so they can win and build a a site on it. So, uh, I I loved Sydney in this scene. (laughs) Profit margin. That girl is too smart for her own good. I don't
1: know what a profit margin is. Me neither. I
2: (laughs) I felt really dumb while watching that scene. I'm like, okay, she's playing with sticks with Victor and talking about profit (laughs) margins. Profit
3: (laughs) (laughs) margins. I was like, and she's, I just got stay, schooled by a six year
2: old and it's not, <laughs> not cool. I need to go back to like kindergarten, I think, and relearn. Yeah.
1: Things. My thing is just, you know, I must have missed that day of third grade when they talked about profit margins. I was out sick.
3: Or so I that's must have missed miss that class in college <laughs> when they actually teach it. You know? So, um, so, but Joel actually ends up getting the lot. Yeah. So that is, it's a big career, um, opportunity for him and his contracting business, because yeah. it's for two years. Yeah, it's two years of
1: work, so at least they know they're going to have a steady income steady in job. that way, and... I mean I I'm happy for Joel because I feel like he for so long was kind of not the butt of the joke, but you know, he was just kinda like there without really anything to do.
2: And now he's And the now one he's with kind of job. the one with the yeah. job
1: and he's really happy and you can just see Julia is happy for him and supportive, but at the same time it's killing her a little bit because she's used to being that person. Yeah. And she so badly wants to get back into it. Like when they were having that meeting with Pete I thought she was going to stab herself when she had to say that she was a
2: stay-at-home mom. Like I'm just here, but then like he that kind of killed her a little bit. Inside, knew yeah. that she wasn't. Pete was like, I could tell that you were more than just a housewife. Not mm-hmm. to be offensive, but I could tell. And Which is always offensive. Yeah. yeah, it is offensive because so it's, it's already like, like claws out. Just with these
3: uh,
2: two. yeah, I feel like there's gonna be some hissing soon in the next episode. <laughs> it's gonna get worse, yeah. but. I feel like there was something weird with that whole situation for sure, but I feel like Julia's a little bit jealous of Joel. Like, when she was Mm -hmm. laying in the hammock with him, she was kind of acting like he was her therapist, you know, going (laughs) on and on about how she was sad about the job and stuff, and then he gets the great call saying that he got his. Mm -hmm. I mean, she said that she was fine, don't worry about me, I'll open wine to celebrate, but you know that she's deep down jealous and wishing that she still had a career. Yeah, she wants to
3: get back on that working horse. And good for her. I mean, like, she wants to get started. Yeah, she did That's the kind of person she is. Yeah,
2: she
1: did her time at home. She got her kids back on the right path. She bonded with Victor, finally, Mm -hmm. and, you know, settled all that. So now she's like, okay, now I can go off because I know that my home situation's good. So hopefully um, she won't be... Business blocked for long. No, and day. I
3: think she's the kind of person who can immediately get back into it. Like you know what? This a, a day hasn't passed, and nine months has passed. So that's a long time to be yeah. not working in in your field.
1: She's so. probably just gonna start her own firm. Maybe.
2: She's good enough.
1: And and you know, and really with is. a husband
3: who can already.
1: Like he's going to be having a steady income. Like she doesn't have to work right now, I so was, she could go
2: and start her own business. I was gonna maybe use this as a prediction, but screw it. I'm just gonna say it now. <laughs> <laughs> what if she worked for Christina, becoming no. mayor? No. Mm. Yes, I think they would Your be a really after good buzz
0: deal. TV prediction. <laughs> uh, yes.
2: I just did a like a pre-pre prediction, pre, pre, but pre, 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 I feel like pre, pre, that pre, would be like
3: a power couple business yeah. wise. See, the thing, okay, and let's talk about Christina Mm -hmm. going from there. We see Bob Little come back into the picture, this old campaign manager, man who ran for mayor who Christina worked for. He comes back into the picture and offers her a, a job to run his mayoral campaign.
2: But he's also
3: the guy that we don't like. Yeah,
2: because, because he's a liar, <laughs> liar and sleeps around with well, family members. Sneaky. He's just a sneaky guy. Yeah. yeah. Didn't treat I'm not a well. fan. Yeah. No. Not a
1: fan. So I was I was kind of more on Adam's side when he was like, why would you go work for someone who we don't like and don't trust, like completely give up everything you believe in yeah. to go work for a guy just because he's offering you like this job
3: and a person who can literally intervene in your personal family Mm -hmm. and mess that up too it's not just business it is personal and he messed that up and i think there there is some unresolved issues and there's still that water under
2: that bridge you know oh yeah definitely well, she goes and talks to her friend who's going Gwen. through chemo, Gwen. Yeah. Gwen. I always forget her name. Yes. Oh my gosh. I'm so bad. Who, but has, but
3: who has relapsed? Mm-hmm. And she, yeah. she's not looking too good, unfortunately. No, but yeah. She's, yeah. Like she's,
1: she's hung around the song. Yeah, she's still. In the finale still kicking is it. when we found out that she had, you know,
2: gone relapsed. to relapse. So she's still there. So yeah, she's still maybe there's her. still hope to her oh, Hopefully. She wasn't looking too good, though, in this last scene. And she had the greatest little monologue for five (laughs) seconds, though. She was giving Christina advice about her career. And she was like, you can't wait for the opportunity. Like, you have to seize the moment. You know, Mm they're saying carpe diem the whole episode. So it's like, just do it. Like, you have to take the opportunity and just go for it. So she decides, I'm going to run for mayor myself and run against him, which I love. Get it, girl. Girl power. Yeah, And the thing
3: is, I can actually see Christina win. She knows how the whole business is run. She can get anyone that she feels is good enough to help run this campaign. Mm -hmm. And she is the kind of person who you should look forward to. She has great morals and great values and great family and business Person, uh, she's likable, uh, too. She's way more than Bob Little.
2: Oh, totally. <laughs> That's and,
3: and she's more experienced than Bob Little. Bob Little is young, yes, but she has way more experience in the field, and she knows what she's doing. Now that she's healthy, she can do it. I say go for it.
2: I say so, too. I like how we're giving yeah. fictional characters <laughs> advice this whole time. I would yeah. totally you go, girl. vote for Christina if I lived in Berkeley
1: and was voting for the mayor of Berkeley. Me, yeah. too.
3: Definitely. Like, Got our vote. Vote Braverman. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> So and uh, and we also see Christina. She's she's healthy. She's on the up and up. She's very positive now, trying to spice up her love life with Adam. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Those two are so funny. Get a motel. <laughs> motel
1: they yeah. they're always freaky. They're always trying to, like, spice things up. Like, you got, you know, Adam calling his dad like, hey, man, Mm -hmm. trying to get it in.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Gone back to funky town. (laughs) (laughs) That was awesome. A little creepy, but that was pretty funny. But I love Adam and Christina, their whole relationship. They have been through all these trials and tribulations. Adam has been fired from his job. They got there. They had an an unexpected presence. Pregnancies they got through and mm-hmm. they have gone through cancer and they're still together, so I think this is one really strong relationship that is i obviously better than all the other ones yeah or the the strongest I should say out of the whole parent they've got a
1: definitely strong foundation and It'll be interesting to see how it's tested with a political campaign, because we all know that dirty laundry comes out.
3: Mm-hmm. Even Secrets if you don't think out.
1: that you have dirty laundry, they find dirty laundry, That's and it comes out. That's the best part of yeah. politics, yeah. though,
2: is the dirt and the gossip, <laughs> and the Bravermans have... Plenty oh, yeah. of that There's to go so around, which makes her even a better candidate in a way because people love hearing that stuff. <laughs> oh, yeah. I know I'm so like ooh gossip, oh, but I think she would be great. I got a prediction, but I won't. I won't. You gonna save, I'll it? save yeah. it? I'll save she's it. You gonna save it for the right time? <laughs> okay, yeah. fine. I just get so <laughs> okay. excited about these things. I just can't Perry control myself.
3: To <laughs> be excited. So, and and so she's running for Berkeley, um, the the mayor. I think she'll get it. Hopefully, that'd be actually real cool. And, so,
2: and I think they'll get through fine. They've been through so much, so many other problems, you yeah. know, mm-hmm. besides oh, yeah. a campaign. It'll, it'll be a fun campaign to watch. Yeah. Speaking of Berkeley,
3: Adam, uh, not Adam, sorry, Drew, he's at the University
2: of Berkeley. Uh, UC Berkeley. Yeah, Berkeley. yeah, UC Berkeley. Got last, very hard to get into. Yes, the last yeah.
3: episode we saw he got accepted, now he's at Berkeley. They live in Berkeley, and... He hasn't had any, or hardly any, communication with his mother.
2: Oh. Too cool. I Too cool. Mean, I don't know,
3: is he living at a dorm, like, on campus, and there goes the, I, relationship is kind of separated now? I think he's living
1: on campus. I went to school so. 10 minutes from where my parents lived, and I was like, hey guys, I'm living on campus, I need to experience <laughs> college just because I'm close to home. Right. I don't want it to falter, like how I experience college. So, I mean, I kind of get what he's doing because, you know, you're still, you're young. You're, like, you want to go off and be an adult, but then you get into the school, best school ever, and it's ten minutes from your house. Yeah. So, you know, I think he's just trying to find himself and actually enjoy college, and he knows how overbearing Sarah is and, yeah. and the family. The, the so family's the family's over over overbearing. Sarah's even more overbearing than that. So I think he's just trying to kind of find his footing at Berkeley, because it's a very artsy, like, very relaxed school.
2: Yeah, I went up to, when I was 18, (laughs) I wanted to get away from my family and do my own thing, so I moved to San Francisco and hung out in Berkeley for about a year, and then I ran back home to mom and moved back in. (laughs) That's another story, though, but I feel like when you're that age, a lot of the times you're like, you just want to be an adult and be on your own and be free, and then once you realize how crappy that is, you kind of, like, drift back to your parents, so I feel like he's in that phase where he's like, BRB, I'm just gonna emoji my mom back with, like, (laughs) a fist pump because I'm too lazy to actually talk to her. And let's think about,
1: I mean, he went through a lot last year, you know, he had a pregnancy and an Mm -hmm. abortion and his mom's engagement to his teacher didn't work out he had to move in with his teacher for a little bit when they were engaged like i think yeah. he's just kind of like you know mom like let me step let me back. step me back my so own that step away. yeah so i can remember how to love you
3: hopefully you know living on his own will help him grow into an adult become the uh, the older man that we want to see because he's so timid and so shy and he'll let anyone, unfortunately, walk all over him. Mm -hmm. And I think him being away, he can find himself, he can build confidence within himself that he will be a stronger man coming out of this.
1: And when we saw him, I think we both commented, I was like, he looks... Like a beetle? He looks looks like a beetle. He looks older. You know, His hair looked, looked darker. darker. Yeah. His hair looked darker. Yeah, and it was, like, a little longer. Oh, he seems like lit. an adult,
2: though. Yeah. He's very, finding himself. like man. That You know who else seemed very adult is Max. Did you guys feel that yeah. way? Like, he grew up a few years in this he, episode? He grew up for a few inches in the last few months. He grew a lot. He's, yeah. He he's went from little kid and then, like, went through puberty. And now we're like, oh, <laughs> okay, Max. <laughs> oh,
3: Yeah, and and speaking of Max, Max, his parents give him a radius to walk in, like a a certain area, Mm -hmm. a distance you can walk away from your house, that's safe zone, I had that growing up, and so he finds himself at Hank's Framing Store, he looks like he's framing slash photography store, Mm -hmm. Hank is back! Hank is back. He obviously didn't stay in Minnesota. And he obviously hasn't told Sarah that he's back. No, it's not back. That's going to be interesting.
1: Which, I mean, Sarah is doing much better now that she dumped
2: him.
3: Yeah, she
1: dumped him. <laughs> she, she dumped, dumped him.
2: <laughs> I love that they made that so clear. <gasps> yeah. She obviously went home and told her entire family that mm-hmm. she did the dumping and she feels so much better now mm-hmm. when he says it was mutual. so <laughs> Poor guy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: Poor guy. And, and he comes back from Minnesota. Apparently his family is not doing it. That didn't really work out well for him. And now that Sarah made it clear that she dumped him, he's kind of all by himself. He's back to the drawing board just by himself, alone in his own business store. He's got Max. Yeah, and now Max, and is, Max. Max is hanging around being typical Max and just questioning everything, saying everything so bluntly. that This is bad. They're a
1: lot <laughs> okay. alike. This is bad.
2: Yeah, a little bit... Okay, so
1: I am not saying this in any way to be offensive, but does does his character is he supposed to have like a mild form of Asperger's?
3: Yeah, he has Asperger's. I'm Wait, not sure which how mild. Max,
1: oh Hank, Hank. No, not I'm not no, talking no. about Max. Oh. I'm talking about Hank right now because He's when him socially
2: in, awkward because like
1: he doesn't. Because like I wasn't to people sure if it was like socially awkward douchebag or if it was like maybe he actually has like an undiagnosed thing because back in. When he was a child, you know, they probably weren't thinking and of it, but seeing him and Max begins. together, <laughs> it has got my mind thinking. I was like, wow, they actually are really similar, and he gets Max. When Hank was talking to Adam, like, Hank was never looking at Adam in the eye, and it was just, like, a lot of his mannerisms in that conversation reminded me of Max. I was like, maybe he has... A mild form that's undiagnosed or something maybe i, I can, thought that I can too. see yeah. some
3: similarities because both hank and max they get so caught up in their own thing that they're doing they're so myopic and they can mm-hmm. really s- study and focus on the one true passion that they have max with his bugs and everything he loves to read and then um hank with his photography and his mm-hmm. business they 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 um isolate themselves from everybody else and I think that's where they connected that they have something in common there. Yeah. And Hank fixes Max's camera, but lets Max hang around. And, just, and he notices that because Max is so attuned to detail, that Max could actually be a good photographer.
1: I kind of want to see his pictures that he was taking of his family, Max. Me because too. when he just, like, started grabbing his mom's head and, like, turning it and just yes. grabs the baby out of her arms and, like, puts it on the ground and is like, here, stay still. Like, I kind of want to see how those turned out.
2: Me too. I feel like they're going to show up later or something and be like, oh, wow, he's such an amazing photographer. They're, like, on display.
3: I think... Maybe we'll actually see those photos, but they'll be a lot better than we expected. Yeah. Because well, right now you just see him snapping and be mm-hmm. like, oh, he didn't get any framing or composition, and whatnot. The lighting was terrible, it was harsh or whatnot. But if it turns out and it's like beautiful it's that, artwork, be like, wow, he really has a it's talent. It's
1: like, wow, he really captured these moments, like through the chaos of everything that was happening in that scene there were some beautiful
2: things happening to him. Have you guys seen the show Sherlock on BBC? Oh, of course. Okay, so Max reminded me of Sherlock, that whole photography scene (laughs) when he was going around and like talking about the details and the painting and the lighting and all these things, and I was like, he's mini Sherlock. It's so weird.
3: (laughs) Yeah, I'm pretty much going to pay attention to detail. That's like a genius in a different Uh way. Yeah, Mm -hmm. kind of like a savant, in in a way. So, I think... Because of the Braverman family, you, you tell one person you've told the whole world pretty that much. Sarah is eventually going to find out Hank is back in town. Because we see Adam go down there, talk to Hank, and be like, I'm sorry about Max's behavior. If he's bothering you, just let me know and I'll cut down his radius pretty much. <laughs> and Hank Hank accepts that he, he allows it, but that word's going to travel back to Sarah. Oh yeah,
1: Sarah's going to find out. And it, I... I can't wait to see how her reaction to that is, because she has that um, drunken tenant, Carl, I think his name is, who she's kind yeah, of cloth. watching over, who I kind of feel like, even though he kind of offended her by saying, it's okay, we could be friends. I don't date people over 30. Um, offensive. Um, outside <laughs> of that, I kind of think that they're, he's slightly attractive, and so that could be kind of like a that's flirtatious what, thing happening. That's what I thought. I was like, uh,
3: Sarah has another man. Yeah. <laughs> another, another one. Which, another lit,
1: I mean, Sarah for... A woman of her age, she sure does get a lot of action, because most I know. most characters, yeah, props to her, because most women characters in that age range are like the single moms who have no prospects. But right, home chick, is,
3: cause Cause always attending, going
2: to coffee shops, <laughs> yeah. she I, hangs out in the right places. I
3: feel like maybe because she doesn't have really have a steady career. Mm-hmm. She has a steady love life. <laughs>
1: she, that is one thing in her life. That I'll, is I'll give her that. But it she doesn't that.
2: ever pick the right guy. I feel no. like her character is bound to pick the wrong guy, and that's just her thing. Yeah. Well, hopefully, maybe it will change. Maybe but in the past, true. she has had a tendency to fall very quickly for the wrong people. Like, she
3: fell for Mark. It's just like, I want to see Mark back. I yeah, like, like Mark. I,
1: I was not okay with her breaking up with him and like choosing Hank. I was no. like, um, you can, and also, you can't break <laughs> off your engagement one day and go to the bed of the other man the same night. No. Like, come, come on, girl. Come on, girl. Like, you were going to marry him.
3: Yeah. Have, I mean, no. Y- you don't do that. I,
1: I, I wasn't
2: really a fan of her with Hank. But <laughs> yeah. Just because of how it started.
3: I preferred. Mark over Hank. I,
1: I don't mean, think Mark's Hank... going to come
2: back, though. Do you guys? As a character? Mm-hmm. That's hard to say. I think it depends same.
1: on um, if Jason Ritter has another show that he's going to. I think he he's he working on another show. Yeah. He left for he, his he show. He left to
3: do the NBC, the event that lasted yeah. for a hot minute, and then he came back <laughs> And to then Barenheit. he came back because he didn't have a show, so...
2: Maybe. We'll see. So you should just stick so. on the show. That's good. <laughs> and, yeah, just, and hopefully, hopefully we'll, we'll be trying just...
3: Trying new ones. So... Sarah's a super now? What? She's, like, the worst super. <laughs> Terrible. She, like, I loved how she handled the, <laughs> the fire, fire alarm. <laughs> taking That's how a I handle
2: it. I'm like, <laughs> shut up. How do you taking take this thing off? I hammer <laughs> to
3: it. That's not the most ideal way to fix an alarm. It kind of reminded me of an episode of Friends with Phoebe. Mm-hmm. She was hammering the fire alarm with a shoe or something like yeah. that. It was, it was very much in the same manner. I, it, it was very comedic. I loved it. <laughs> and... <laughs> She's a super, and she has um, all these official duties. And they're like, she's a super, and she does this, and she does that.
1: <laughs> I mean, I at like, least she has like something steady, and it's something that she can, you know, she's out of her parents' house. She gets head on, you yeah. Know, finally, finally, she's out on her own. She's mm-hmm. still doing photography too, so it seems like she's finally kind of found her passion, which is good. Now yeah, we just got to work on her men choices. Yeah, I love when that but...
2: guy's, the girl Lincoln, came in and she was like, oh my god, look at these pictures! And she started, like, touching the... She was like, don't touch him, don't touch him, you're ruining them. And
3: and Sarah had a nice, quick moment with Amber for a brief second at that Crazy Braver Man reunion, where uh, Amber was feeling a little bit uncomfortable, or like... I- on edge with mm-hmm. her relationship with Ryan because he's now out in the force yeah. and that I thought that was sweet I loved how we got that quick mother daughter relationship still going and then Later on, we see Amber's trying to teach her emojis. Oh my gosh, that reminded
1: me of me and my mom. (laughs) Same here. Oh um. my gosh, was that not just the perfect moment for everyone trying to teach their parents? Everyone just had to teach their parents. What's an an emoji? And you're like, an emoji. Here, Here,
3: how do I send one of those smiley... Oh my gosh, (laughs) it was
1: so my mother. Sorry, mom, I know you're
2: watching. (laughs) (laughs) I can
3: can understand that because at first it started off with emoticons and now it's emojis and now Mm -hmm. what's next?
1: Exactly. It's like and you have to
2: keep there's so many them up. things to yeah. teach them though. And I love how Amber said to her mom she's like, "Well, there goes my morning." All right, <laughs> <Okay, laughs> here we go. Got to teach Such
3: a real, realistic thing that so so many people can relate to. to. I
2: was on the phone with my grandma for probably an hour trying to teach her how to post something on Facebook, (laughs) trying to describe like the enter and the return button. I was just like, oh my gosh, I can't do this. Like I was getting so stressed out. It can
3: be difficult because we're younger, we're easier to learn. It's easier for us to learn it because we just kind of grew up and we've assimilated to that where the older adults, it's still Ironically, new. it's new to, it's them. to yeah, them. It's foreign to them. And
2: we kind of grew up with computers a little yeah, bit. And, so. gener- and
3: cell phones, because I'm sure with, uh, our parents and their generation didn't have cell phones when they grew up, so mm-hmm. it's, it's a whole different... Yeah, um, that would have sucked. And we just kind of <laughs> play around <laughs>
1: with ours, you know, and we learn, we're like, oh, trial and error. Like, oh, I'm just going to see what this button does. I'm yeah. going to press it.
3: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and also learning BRB.
2: What does BRB mean? <laughs> That's something, though, that I feel like right older back. people, they're afraid that if they press the wrong button, the whole thing is going to, like, blow up or shut down. <laughs> it's like, no, there's a back. You can get out of the situation if you need to. I think they're afraid to to, to go too click far wrong.
3: Outside. Yeah, and, and got to go, the GTG. Yeah. I don't write in that. Sorry, I'm literate. I don't. <laughs> so I, try I, I write to. everything out. Or in an inch, Amber... um as Sarah also says like I'm his mother I gave birth to him I I, I deserve the whole Y-O-U not just the letter U and I, I agree with that I agree
1: with that too um, what makes her different though than my mom is my mom actually makes up her own shorthand for text messages <laughs> so I never knew. know what she's saying oh no. so that's the other that's like the bad part it's like you can teach them the legitimate ways like you know she's doing what's a brb or they just start making stuff up and you're like what are you talking about
2: that's happened to me too like when that first started happening my mom said something (laughs) to me and it was all these random letters and i was like what and it was like got to go to the store to pick up like it was something like long i was like no that doesn't work that way Again,
3: again it's another language it's foreign to them yeah so and so amber convinces drew to just give her, uh, their mom a nice message be like yes i'm okay just that one standard phone call mm-hmm. or just let you know because i'm away from you and you're not used to seeing me, uh, you're used to seeing me every day but you haven't been seeing me lately just give them an update yeah. on your life
1: because she's going through empty nest right now both her kids are out even though amber's still close by you know. Yeah, they're both still close by, it's like, but, down that far. Yeah, but you know, she's he went like down the street. <laughs> yeah, she's literally empty nest because she's moved out of her parents' house, she's in this apartment, she's really by, by herself. herself and she's putting on a front that she's
2: happy, but I I don't really see her as happy. I think it's good for her and she just needs a new man in her life because she just not. she needed no, to be pushed needs out to take of her a parents. Parent. So. I think she's
1: still pining for Hank and that the whole I'm better without him is just mm. what girls say when they want to feel like they won.
3: I don't know. <laughs> but, uh, maybe, maybe. Yeah. But like, so I'm. I'm just glad the whole bridegroom family is back. Yeah. Like, like, I feel part of this family because there's so many realistic things that go on mm-hmm. in, with everyone's relationship, and from father to child, from siblings, and mm-hmm. all, and even relationships that go on and off. It's like it's so realistic, and I'm so glad we're doing the show. Yeah, me too. Me and too. And I'm happy.
1: Um, for Amber and
3: Ryan yeah and um and oh. Ryan he comes back from the forest. And he proposes.
2: Which which we, okay, the whole time <laughs> we were watching the episode, we were looking to see if she was wearing a ring, an engagement ring. She was wearing a
1: ring on her left ring finger the entire show. Except because at the very end when he, the, when he proposes to, propose. to her. Yeah. And it was like a nice ring. It wasn't like one of her dragon rings or anything. It was like a nice ring. And in the finale, we saw them engage, or ring shopping, at least, in the finale of last season. Mm-hmm. It was like... The montage, and they're, like, peeking in the window. So I was like, wait, so are they engaged or are they not engaged? That needs to be explained deeper. But I mean, I guess maybe it was just one
2: of the Like a promise ring? Yep,
3: or, uh, maybe. like, what did you think of the proposal? I had, coming back, it was very sweet. In the moment, it's like, yes, I haven't seen you in forever. I'm just going to do this right now. But I feel like if you're going to propose in that way, be like, attention, everybody! <laughs> I have an announcement to do. Your announcement to make...
2: You know, or whatnot. Also, so. she almost thought that he was going <laughs> to dump her, or something. Like they were mm-hmm. having the worst communication. She, mm-hmm. I thought he almost died during that scene. Okay, I have oh, to. So that scared. would.
3: That would. Because uh, the, they way, were they looking, the way, way they editing
2: the way they edited that scene. Okay, mm-hmm. I was looking on Twitter before I came here and I had to stop reading because too many people were ruining the episode for me I was like I can't read this because I kept seeing like hashtag tearjerker and then I turned over to you and I was like that's the tearjerker like it's so emotional that I they like, edited that scene I was just
1: waiting because I was like oh my gosh is he going to come in in a wheelchair and like he didn't tell her that he was injured like is he not going to come in did he
3: die at the last minute and so Our when he was just pounding yeah when he walked yeah. in I was
1: like okay he's walking that's good that's a good sign
3: yeah you're expecting the worst because throughout the whole episode we see Amber questioning like where they're at Mm -hmm. because she doesn't feel as connected to him there's obviously this huge distance between them and long distance relationships are hard Mm -hmm. so
2: Especially I, in the military. You can't military. talk about anything. Yeah, or...
3: no. and he, he she didn't even really know where he was even located, so mm-hmm. that made it all the more harder. And then when they were talking via Skype or that phone video yeah. conference, like he froze up, and she still can't even really, really talk to him and have a full-on conversation.
1: And, I mean, they met when he had just gotten back the last time, so now he's coming back again, so you're like, is he going to relapse into that same guy with the PTSD? And they have yeah. a lot of problems, so, I mean, she's... Right to be scared and of the unknown,
3: yeah. But they're engaged, they're now, engaged now, and that's how we end the episode. I, I love this episode, this was a great opening eps, premiere episode yeah. for the season.
1: Welcome back, Braverman. Yes,
3: welcome back, Bravermans. You're welcome back in back. our lives, <laughs> and let's go into some news.
0: After Bus yeah. TV News.
2: So, so. Um, Well, I mean, I was looking for news and gossip, and then I saw those Twitter spoilers, and I was like, no, shut my eyes! But I follow all the actors on this show on Instagram. I'm a big fan, so Mm -hmm. I've been keeping up with them. And they seem like they're a real family, even when they're not being filmed, because I'm looking at their Instagrams, and you know Sam Yeager will you know, Instagram, Craig T. Nelson in front of a soundstage on the Universal lot, like, looking like a champ, and it just says, like, Craig runs this town, or something like that, like, (laughs) hashtag baller, or like, I don't know, (laughs) just funny things, and they're constantly, you know, posting, and, doing things like that. I just feel like they're a real family and I'm like part of them and I'm going to run into them and be like, Grandpa Zeke Oh, don't know <laughs> no, no, me no. I forgot.
3: <laughs> but you actually can run into them because you yes. work on the Universal lot where yes. they film.
2: I actually I'm a tour guide. I don't know if I'm supposed to mention that, but too late. <laughs> but I show the Braverman household so I get really nerdy with this show like I'll be watching it and I'll be like, okay, they're in the living room, the cyclorama's out, the lighting is like <laughs> around this." She pointed bed. out like that one and you're like, oh, that's the um, Back
1: to the Future town yeah. square in the background right so, there. Yeah, totally.
2: Oh my gosh, it totally is. I wanted to bring that up earlier for Ray Romano's, Hank's photography studio. It's the same set as his last photography studio. They okay. just like emptied it out and uh, redecorated it, and it's the same sets from Back to the Future and Guess Whisperer, which is kind of cool. They redressed
3: it. Way to be resourceful. Definitely. No one else would notice that. I mean, like, weirdly. No, And then she said it, I was looking in the background,
1: I was like, that is totally the Back to the Future lot right there. Oh,
3: yeah, because that's on the Universal backlight. Yeah. And also when they were on the lot... For the, that they bid on. I'm like, okay, which LA Hill are they shooting <laughs> that, at? you know? are <laughs> like, is that Runyan like, in the back? Or is that, that's what I thought. I was like, Fryman, like, it kinda looks like Runyon.
2: That's what I trail, thought. I thought it looked like Runyan. I was like, no, it's not that mainstream. <laughs> it has to be Fryman or something like yeah. hidden. <laughs> yeah, so, but um and like
1: how you're saying they're all like family, um, Amber or Mae Whitman, um, and I don't know the actor's name, but the boy who plays Drew, they actually live together. And they're like best friends, they play brother and sister on- on camera and then like and they're roommates, through that. They're, real like, life. roommates yeah. and best friends they go everywhere to go they're adorable I love them they're cute.
3: and Lauren Graham has a new a fairly new book it came out a few months ago someday someday maybe which I have yet to read but I'm excited to read it and it's I guess it's getting adapted into a TV movie uh-huh. So
1: do you know what it it's Lauren about Graham?
2: is it about her life or is it fiction
1: does she have or- a daughter can she play the mother can Alexis Fladell play the daughter <laughs> oh
2: my gosh <laughs> oh my that would God.
1: be
3: amazing <laughs> <laughs> I honestly don't know the premise and forgive me because I don't but I just love Lauren Graham and I love reading and I'm gonna read it eventually when my time allows me to okay. so with that let's get into some predictions
0: and now your after Buzz TV predictions.
3: all right craziness how do we think the baby's gonna handle like, Come into their lives. Obviously, you're already stirring up things, but how do you think uh, Crosby and Jasmine are gonna handle it? Baby Aida Braverman. Aida, yeah. Aida Braverman. That's such interesting. a ethnic name. Aida, what? Braverman. <laughs> do we like the name Aida? I, th- I think it's I do. really. If you say it fast unique. like that. Yeah, Aida. It's a,
1: it's a musical.
2: It's I think it goes like, well with Jabbar. Yeah. Aida and Jabbar Jabbar, and Jabbar like. Yeah. It's a good sibling name because if it was like Jabbar and Mary, it would be like, <laughs> oh, that's weird.
3: I, th- I think it's cool. At first, when they showed it, um, they showed that scene. I'm like, Aida, really? Okay, I can roll with it. All yeah, right. I like it. Um, where do we think Julia? She's running for a mayor. I think she's gonna win. I think she's gonna win. And, and this- I think with Bob Little, secrets get out. They're gonna oh, yeah. find out this whole sex scandal.
1: Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I hope so. He's, he's not going to play Amber. nice. I don't think, and
3: nope. that
1: family is going to go through a lot um, with that. And I think that, um, I think that Joel and Julia's relationship is going to be um, tested with this Pete character. Uh, mm-hmm. um, I think that she has bad intentions. Pete, that. Is. and Pete has Pete bad has intentions. bad intentions with Joel because I mean who wouldn't Joel is hot
3: <laughs>
2: yeah
1: Joel is mm,
3: like <laughs> okay. seriously. seriously right. and i i I'm, i like that Drews out on his own and so that relationship that the the whole Sarah Amber, Drew, it's still the same, really. I think Sarah and
2: Hank are going to rekindle something. Like, Mm -hmm. something with their characters is going to happen where they're going to, you know, either meet up again or run into each other and shit's going to go down. She's (laughs) going to
1: awkwardly go over there because someone's (laughs) going to tell tell her that he's back and she's going to awkwardly show up like, hey, so you're back and...
3: So, See, okay, I just I, wanted to uh, yeah. I think Hank is still pining for Sarah, but I think Sarah's over Hank. I don't think Sarah's over Hank yet. Mm, I think maybe Sarah might develop a little fling with her new neighbor,
2: Carl. What if there's something like she starts something with Carl, and then Hank comes over, and some drama happens? I hope something like that. And then that Mark, happens. Comes so back the Mark comes back, and, and then it's like a love square, square. octagon, it's however crazy. many.
1: But it seems like Sarah and Amber are gonna get into it a little bit with Amber's engagement because you know the previews. For the season, she was saying, um, "You know, don't make the same mistakes I did." And she's yeah. like, "I'm not you." It's like, "Well, she right. got a point there." <laughs>
2: Apple doesn't really A lot of people are military. military and, yeah. uh, get
1: married
3: young,
2: yeah. So, so yeah, that's Amber's not always that been time-time-y. more
1: adult about everything in her yeah,
3: life. Yeah, hopefully she can learn from Sarah's past <laughs> relationships and all of her mistakes. But thank you guys for listening and watching us. The brand new show—we're so excited to talk about. Where can we find you?
2: You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at the Tiana Hobson. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Danica Kennedy. And you can find
3: me on Twitter and on Instagram, and also on the Once Upon a Time oh yeah, Once Upon after Time. shows Sunday with Tiana starting back this upcoming Sunday, and I'm also on Glee. And you can follow us all us here at AfterBuzz TV on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Thank you to Phil, engineering our amazing after show here, and we will see you next week.